Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Blog Talk Radio. Pipe Bomb Radio Network proudly presents Pipe Bomb Radio, the show with the freshest insight, interviews, and opinions on the world of professional wrestling. With your host, El Jefe, Felix Oledo, the Godfather, Nate Milton, Godfather's in the house. and the Aztec Warrior, Alex Cruz. I'm an Aztec Warrior! So sit back and relax, because Pipe Bomb Radio goes live now. It's showtime, folks! Welcome, everybody, to Pipe Bomb Radio. It is our season premiere. I'm hoping I'm on. Elio, am I on? (laughs) Hello? You're on. Yep, you're on. All right, just checking, just checking. Is that Nate on with me, or is he fashionably late as always? <laughs> no, it's just you. Okay, well, that's cool. Just making sure, because I know Nate was going to be joining me tonight. <clears throat> as I mentioned, folks, it is our season premiere. Oh, my gosh, let me think here. 2013, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. My goodness. Has it been five? Let's see, since I revamped the show in 2013... Oh, gosh, I think it's been already into our fifth to sixth season by now. So, yes, but technically I have been on the air since 2011, but in a new and improved version since 2013. And here we are yet again in a new year, new beginnings, new things on the horizon, new opportunities, same old team, same old boss, you know me. And that said, we decided to come back and uh, kick it off tonight and chat about a few things that are happening uh, in 2018, not just for ourselves, but also for for uh, the world of professional wrestling, sports entertainment, whatever you want to refer to it as, as we've got Raw 25 coming up uh, next week, actually, and also the, uh, the Royal Rumble. A lot of changes have happened since uh, we've been on the air. I know the announcement came, I believe we even mentioned it before we went off the air uh, last year in regards to the Women's Royal Rumble. If not, we can definitely delve into that a little further. I think it's a it's a phenomenal announcement made by Stephanie McMahon that the women are going to have equal rights in the sense that they're going to have their own Rumble. They're going to have their own uh, opportunity to uh, main event WrestleMania in a sense. I'm not sure if they'll be the actual main event, but I mean, the women have had quite a few opportunities come their way with the with the women's revolution or evolution, however you want to refer to it as. But they're going, to, they're going to have their 30 women Royal Rumble match, and you got to believe that there's going to be there's going to be 
a few surprises. I'm not sure exactly to what extent, but I do expect people like, um, at least for the women, I do expect people like a Molly Holly to make a return. I do expect maybe a Trish Stratus. Lena, not sure. Jackie, maybe. I mean, depending on who, you know, and what kind of shape everybody's in, just for the one night pops, you know, for the nostalgia factor, by my guns and I say, the one that I'm predicting to come out of the Rumble, the women's Rumble anyway, the winner. Yes, sir. I believe, uh, I think Nate's calling in 757 area code. That would be Nate, yes. Okay, I'll put him through. For sure. Is this Nate? What's going on, brother? Happy New Year, sir. Yes, in, in the words of uh, the great Jeff Jarrett, Slappy New Year. <laughs> well, those of, those of our listeners that want to choke on that, slap nuts, you know, I think they'll enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> did you have a good New Year, sir? I did, brother. It's, uh, We've been getting some snow out here in Virginia, and uh, you know, I know, I know my my uh, my son is is uh, under the weather literally, but uh, you know, it's just a good start <laughs> to the year so far. Yeah, he kind of got a little uh, upset and a little bit of bothered, and well, you know, kids, kids these days, I tell you, he got a little upset with his papa, with his papa bear uh, when we went off the air last <laughs> year, but. I'm hoping y'all uh, mended fences, and you know, because it was a holiday season, y'all got back, got back into good the holiday spirit, and you know, all that good stuff. But um, can you believe we have been? I, I, it's just before you were coming on, I'm just thinking back. I said, my goodness, let's see, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. I guess technically this would be our sixth season. Yeah, am I right? Because it was. It's, See, Austin and I started in thirteen. You joined in fourteen. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'd be about the sixth, about the sixth season now. My goodness, where does the time go, sir? <laughs> I ask myself that question every single day. But nonetheless, it is season premiere time, and we've got uh, a lot of things on the horizon. As I was talking about before you came on. I, you know, I was mentioning the the uh, opportunities for the Rumble coming up, and you know what's to be expected for Raw 25. You know, they're going to be broadcasting live from the Manhattan Center, the 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 home of the original uh, Monday Night Raws back in the early 1990s, uh, yep. 93, I would say, until about. Let's see, they started to kind of change it. I want to say 90, maybe 94, 95, when they started putting it in, in different venues. Because I know they were at the Manhattan Center for quite a, for quite a while, and even though even though they did say it was kind of a well, the best place to have Raws, but for what it was in ninety in ninety three, it worked. I mean, yeah, you know. But I mean, overall, we'll jump to we'll jump back to the Rumble because I was talking about about it, but we'll jump back into it in a little bit. But I mean, with the names that they've announced, they've announced guys like the Million Dollar Man, Brother Love, The Undertaker, DX, the Dudley Boys. Uh, the New Age Outlaws, Chris Jericho, Stone Cold Steve Austin, the APA, uh, Terry Runnels, Tori Wilson, Jackie. And, you know, the names continue to grow. And, you know, they almost figure that it's going to be worth putting it on, maybe doing a five-hour show instead of a three-hour. But I think that's much. Uh, from what I understand, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, 
I believe they're going to, it's JR and King that are going to be broadcasting from the Manhattan Center for the first hour of Raw. And then they're going to transition over to the Barclay Center in Brooklyn for the remaining two hours. Does that sound about right? Yeah, that's what I've heard. And there has been speculation. See, I, I, I want to say speculation because honestly, I don't know what to think about it. But the speculation is that not only will The Undertaker, obviously he will be there, but yeah. they're talking about him having one more match and at this time it being against John Cena. Now, here's a question I have for you, Nate. Is there any point to having this match? For a few reasons, I say no. Number one, he has been wrestling now. We are in his 28th year now. And the man has nothing left to prove. He wants to, they wanted to put him up against the, 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 the biggest name of this generation, which is definitely Cena. I, you know, I know your son will love that because he knows that I always <laughs> badmouth Cena, but that's another story. But, I mean, again, th- th- is this match necessary? Because in reality, what does The Undertaker have left to prove? The streak is dead. He's already lost a few times at WrestleMania. Uh, what, uh, was it going to be a third loss? I mean, what does, this, what does Cena have to gain from this win? What does The Undertaker have to gain from this win? Is there any relevancy to having this match? I, I, I don't know what to make of it. it, it to me, Felix, this... Um... This rumor, and I've heard the same rumors, it, it it points to a couple things. I think, number one, you know, this is something that The Undertaker is pushing for. And even though I'm kind of on the same boat with you, like I don't think he's got anything left to prove. I think last year was a good send-off. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe this is something that he wants to do, you know, one, one last time. Uh, the other thing is, WrestleMania for Vince McMahon is not about matches. It's about moments. And I think if you look at kind of the card, you know, even though we don't really have a WrestleMania card in place, if you can look like ahead to some of the matches, I think we'll have some really good matches. I think we'll have some interesting combinations, but I don't know if those are the combinations that Vince McMahon thinks are a big deal. Cause like, I think we're going to get AJ and Nakamura, which is going to be uh pardon the pun. It's going to be phenomenal, but I don't think Vince sees that as a WrestleMania moment. That whereas Cena and Taker to him, he's like, Oh pal, that's a WrestleMania moment. So I, I could see <laughs> I could see it happening. I don't want to see it happening, but I mean if if he has to have one more match, I think putting him in there with a guy like Cena, uh that'll that'll take care of him like that. That to me I'd rather see that than another match with somebody like Brock or Braun Strowman. Well the funny thing is, is that they're still betting on the idea uh, putting in a Brock versus Roman. Now, here's the thing with that. WrestleMania 31, I was there for that. And eh, let's just say the biggest pop of the night was when Seth Rollins came in and stole the show and won the match <laughs> and cashed in his money in the bank. Nobody came, nobody gave a damn about the match because here's the thing. You, myself, and Alex have all talked about this. They, they really want this man to be over. They want him to be the next Cena. But the problem is, he just he, he is just not working. And when they need to capitalize on opportunities to turn this man heel, they don't. <laughs> and I will still go back to the the, day, the night after Raw when he had them in the palm of their hands, in yep. his hands, excuse me, with winning the beating the Undertaker. That was a perfect opportunity to seize the moment and make him a star. Yeah. Well, they just uh, on the East Coast they just aired the uh, top twenty five moments in Raw history, and that was. One of the moments they had that night after WrestleMania where Roman 
just let the crowd, you know, cheer for Taker and, and boo him. And then, you know, he just took the mic. And, and after about four or five minutes, he said, it's my yard now. And, and that moment still is a big moment. But to me, they never really capitalized on it. Well, because they want him to be a good guy. Now, okay, he can go with that gimmick of being the guy. But again, unless they let him run full force and let him be the heel that he knows he wants to be, he is never going to be the guy. I mean, I know this has been cliche for the, for a number of months, hell, a number of years. But I was going to say, like, the, more, go the more things change, the more they stay the same. Because it feels like every year for the, the last three years, we've been talking about this guy. <laughs> You know, and it's sad, but it's true because the more they keep trying to keep, you know, keep trying to change him, but they keep going back to what they want him to be. And it's like, you know, in Vince's warped mind, this is what they, this is what he wants. Eh, that's all I got to say. Eh. And if they let him win the Rumble, that's going to be a huge disappointment. But again, I digress. Uh, Raw 25. A lot of nostalgia. A lot of great moments and yeah you were mentioning what they were doing for tonight which by the way I hadn't watched it yet thank you for ruining it for me I'm just kidding <laughs> but no, uh, no for, just, spoiler no. alert the, 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 the top moment is Hornswoggle being revealed as Vince's son <laughs> you know I wouldn't be surprised if that were true <laughs> I really wouldn't and I'll tell you why because Vince is also the same sadistic son of a bitch that actually wanted to to, to to come right out and reveal that he was the father of Stephanie's child. Yep. Thank you. I rest my case. End of story. <laughs> Anyways, you know that's what I say. He's just sick and twisted enough to, to make something like that number one just just to get just for jollies, just for kicks. So anyway, but yes, the, you know the whole thing with the, the Raw twenty five. I mean, if I were, here's what I would like to see. Now. Do I want to see Hogan come back? Mm. I believe that enough time has passed. And in this day and age where people are so doggone sensitive about everything, about everything, you can't say nothing without people getting all bent out of shape about it. However, still a celebrity, the man is still a name. The man still makes money. Yeah. Would there be money with him just appearing? He don't need to wrestle. The man is clearly way beyond his prime. I believe there's still money to be made with him. How long? Who's to say? The man's pushing almost 70. So, again, Hogan coming back, I I wouldn't mind it. The one everybody is betting on, that's gonna he's going to end up coming back one day, and he's not opposed to making a one-time appearance, even if, you know, you get a little, little money or whatever just to get, a, you know, get his name back out there again. It's old Philip Brooks, old Phil Brooks, mm. CM Punk. <laughs> now that one, they they always talk about it every year. Is he coming back? Yeah. Is he going to show up at the Rumble? Is he going to do this? Is he going to do that? Here's my, my, my thing with that is that you don't ever want to say never. Because over the years, Vince has forgiven the most bizarre situations that's happened to him over the last 25, 30 years. From going back to when Hogan left it from the time that Warrior sued him, from the time that Bret Hart, he screwed Bret Hart, you know, back and forth with, with the, the whole Kevin Nash, Scott Hall thing, the whole Bischoff thing, Heyman thing, people who have yep. double-crossed him, who have, you know, sued him, who have fought against him, he ended up, ended up working for the man. 
So, you know, I don't rule out an opportunity for Punk to return. Do I think it'll be any time this year? No, I don't. But that is something I would love to see, you know, even if it's just an appearance at the Rumble. Do I believe at Raw 25? Probably not. Do I believe any more names will return? You know, in a perfect world, because they have announced the Generation X will be there. And I have to believe, I have to believe that it's going to be obviously Sean, it's going to be Hunter, it's going to be Dog, it's going to be uh, Gun, Billy Gun, it's going to be Pac, and no mention of China. Do they need to mention? Yes, they do. Will they mention? Uh, you know, probably not. No, and, and no, and here's the thing: I'm kind of on the fence about this because they acknowledged her death, they acknowledged her birthday, they acknowledged her her, her accomplishments. Now, 25 years of raw. Yes, she was there for a cup of coffee for about four years, but her credibility still stands to this day. Yeah. And I get it. I get it with the bad blood and so forth, but the woman is dead and her, her legacy needs to live on. Now, obviously I don't know about the hall of fame and at this point it's not for me to say, but her legacy in the wrestling business for WWE, because she made them a lot of money needs to be remembered, especially on a, on a, on a particular moment like raw 25. Why not? I mean, I get it. She's not going to do the, be the Hall of Fame this year. More than likely, it'll probably be Ivory, like most of people are anticipating. And that's one thing I would like to see. Now, there has been questions since they've been saying Eric Bischoff will be at Raw. Will the Stinger show up at Raw? And here's my question to you, since he is definitely one of your all-time favorites. Is there any point to having him on Raw? Your thoughts? Uh, besides the pop, no, not really, because I think as much as I would love to see Sting show up again, I think in the circumstance of Raw 25, it doesn't make much sense, you know, because you, you talked about China having a cup of coffee, you know, she was there for four years on Raw, and those were the biggest years in, in the program's history during the hottest period. True. Where True. with Sting, you know, Sting had, if China had a cup of coffee, you know, Sting had a, a sip of tea. You know, uh, with, with the amount of time he was uh, on Raw. So, yeah, I think it'd be cool, but I don't think we're going to see Sting. Uh, going back to what you said about Hogan, because me and Marcus were having this conversation on the Kings of Sport a, a little while back, and mm-hmm. we think Hogan will show up. He just won't be announced because I think it's, you know, what's the old saying? It's easier to ask uh, for forgiveness than to per- for permission. True. I think – Announcing Hogan maybe brings problems you don't want, but him just showing up, I think would be a cool thing for the fans. And I still hope that they go for my idea whenever Hogan comes back. Because you have to address the elephant in the room without addressing the elephant in the room. I want Hogan to come mm-hmm. back, you know, come out here, start talking. And then all of a sudden, right in the middle when he's getting going, oh, brother Hogan, don't you dare be sour. And we get a great <laughs> segment with Hogan. I, I think that'd be a fun way to kind of – like, you know, yeah, we know what happened, but at the same time, you know, welcome back to, you know, the WWE family. You know, give a good ha-ha moment for sure. Yes. And, and you don't even have to say anything. Just have, like, just the looks of Kofi and, and Biggie and, and uh, Xavier just looking at Hogan and Hogan looking back at them just for a couple seconds. Like, that's, 
people that know will know, and the people that don't know, it'll just be a, a funny little moment. I can definitely, I can definitely see uh, that working in a sense because they're all about the comedy, and I know Vince loves those three. And uh, although I haven't seen them as active as much as I, I they used to, and I'm kind of digging that because I felt like for a while it was too much. And it's not oh, yeah. showing they were, enough. Yeah, they were overexposed because I think, particularly when they were on Raw, because you had yeah. three hours worth of TV to fill, and it would be like weeks and weeks where they would just stick the New Day out there for like 20 minutes. And it's like, yeah, I love the New Day as much as the next person, but it's like 20 minutes, it, it was a little much. Mm-hmm. Definitely. However, being Raw 25, they're going to pull out all the stops. Uh, we will probably see the McMahon family on Raw for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh you know, what would be interesting, and I know this will never happen, at least not again, <laughs> dare I say two possibilities. Now, God rest their souls. We all know Bobby and, and, and Randy have both passed, and yeah. they were on the original episodes of Raw. What about bringing back Rob Bartlett? He was on there. Mm. Now, if I that doesn't see, work. I can see that just for like a little, a quick little cameo. Well, why not? You know, even to be on there with Jerry and, and, and Jim, or for that matter, dare I say, I'm knocking on wood real hard for this one because I don't see it happening. But what about having a segment where Vince and Jesse, the body Ventura, call some matches together? Highly unlikely because they can't yeah. stand each other. <laughs> but it would be interesting because that's nostalgia for you. Now, you look at yeah. all the announcers like – you look at like a like a gorilla, obviously gone. Bobby gone. Randy gone. You know, Lord Alfred Hayes gone. Sean Mooney. Yep. You know, I could see him making a comeback, making a return. Yeah, I could see Mooney. I I, I could see um I could see Coachman coming back since he's not with ESPN anymore. Coachman definitely in the second hour, third hour. I just don't think you see him fitting into the first hour. I would see more of a Sean no. Mooney. And then. You know, as as I'm saying, it's more likely to see Rob Bartlett show up just out of nostalgia for the fact that he was on the first episode of Raw. And I hope they show some of the old clips from back when Bobby tried to invade Raw and be got dressed up in drag. That was from the classic <laughs> stuff, by the way. You know, maybe Repo Man. I don't know. That was a long shot. But I, there's just so many possibilities on what they could do and, you know, possibilities of things that they're not, they have not announced yet. Like you said, the idea of bringing Hogan in is not a bad idea. Now, obviously, it's been about three and a half years. It's time to move yeah. on, get over it. People are going to say what they're going to say, even celebrities who are screw-ups as well. They're human. Get <laughs> over it. You know, this is, a, this is a 21st century. So, with that, I, I could see that. I could see Edge maybe. Uh, I could see maybe uh, – who else? Hmm. We think the uh, we think the Rock shows up via via, via satellite oh, like he used to do back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> now that is a very good possibility, and dare I say maybe? Excuse me. Yeah, Miss Vicky, Miss Vicky, show up. Yeah, I can see Vicky showing back up. Uh, I think Ted, <laughs> Teddy Long's gonna be back, isn't he? Yes, he will definitely be there. Holla, holla, player. He will definitely Teddy, be there. Yeah, I think they'll have a segment with uh, with the general managers where they're just kind of hanging out. <laughs> yeah, because there was obviously a Paul Heyman. There was actually a Bischoff. 
There was a Stephanie yep. McMahon. You know, that's not a bad idea. Uh, that is name, not uh, a bad John idea. John Laurinaitis. Oh, he's definitely going to be their people power. You know, who yeah. I would love to see that join join that little bunch too would be AJ Lee. Ooh. She was she was GM. She, you know, yeah. yes, her affiliation with Punk, but I mean, she stayed on. I was going to say, I don't, I don't know if we get her without, uh, I don't know if, if if Punk's not coming back, I don't know if she'll, she'll come back. Well, stranger things have happened. I mean, look at the yeah. possibility. I mean, I know they extended an invite to Michelle McCool to be a part of the Rumble. I don't think she will do it, but she's going to be at Raw 25. Yeah, she'll be at Raw. You know, so, I mean, the possibilities are endless. Will we see a Layla L? Maybe. The Flawless duo back at it again. Team Flawless? Yeah. yeah I think Anything they're going to pull out all the stops because I think this is, um, you know, I think they'll pull out all the stops, Felix, because this, honestly, and I don't want to get too uh, – too, too down or too morbid here, but, you know, you just mentioned a lot of great superstars that aren't here anymore, and I think, you know, when you get to something like a 25th anniversary, this might be the last chance we get to see a lot of these performers in one space, so I think they're going to call, you know, pretty much anybody that's still in good standing with the company, that they'll probably get a call. Yeah, I believe so, too, and I believe most of them have by now. But... Overall, I think it's going to be one of their better shows of the year. I think if they do a best of show, which they have, they haven't done one of those in a while. Come to think of it, but I think that could go down as one of their better shows for sure. Speaking of Raw, we'll throw it out there since it's already been clarified. It's been made made public now. But a big congratulations go out to Bill Goldberg for becoming the <coughs> the first inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame. Many of us already predicted yeah. that was going to happen. That was part of the deal <clears throat> for him to come back last year to win the universal title, to have his run against Brock, to beat Brock, not once, but twice. Was it twice? No, it was once. And then have the big match at WrestleMania, the payoff at WrestleMania, to have him lose a title and go in ultimately the next year for the Hall of Fame. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he's supposed to be the headliner. Oh, yeah, no, no doubt. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, uh, he'll, moving he'll, on he'll, into he'll the, the I think, uh, although I like, I like him going in, and I'm sure it was part of the deal when he came back last year. But I would, I would have liked if, because uh, there's a chance that Atlanta could get one of the WrestleManias coming up. I would, I would love to, for him to go in in, in Atlanta uh, as opposed to uh, New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, and see, that's another thing too. If they plan this matchup with Undertaker and, and Cena. Considering the history that Undertaker's had in New Orleans, what? Yep, it's just so. It's just ah, it's just a slap in the face. I and mean, remember, last, like last year, or last year after Mania, we were thinking that this was all going to set up for Taker to go into the Hall of Fame and headline in, in New Orleans. You know that that place that has a lot of significance for him. True. And now with the possibility of also another name returning to the company. This is another one that I believe will be a secret ballot entry uh, for the Rumble, and that being Dave Batista. I'll be honest with mm. you, I really don't want—I I really don't want him back. I don't—I could give two shits about. Excuse my language, but I really don't give a damn about him <laughs> because, in reality, what what good is he to the company now? What good is he? Let him just stay uh, out of wouldn't do his. Uh, well, see, he's good in terms of uh, bringing in those eyeballs, Felix. That's what what Vince uh, tell you so many years ago. It's it's all about the money. Well, eh, 
No. Because you figure I'm he's sorry, coming not, like next uh, later this year. He's gonna be in that big uh, Avengers movie, so that that'll be one of the biggest movies of the year. So I'm sure the WWE wouldn't mind getting some of that uh, residual fame off of Dave Bautista. Sadly, that actually it makes sense. Even though I'll be honest with you, I'd rather see the Bellas return more than him. That should tell you something. Hey, you can look, but you can't touch Felix. And I, I'll do both. Thank you very much. But. Uh, <laughs> I just tell you right there, I'm not a, I'm, you know what? Give me a 2002 Dave Batista from uh, 2002 to 2005. Never talking. Yeah. His, his return in 2014 stunk to high heaven. And then he sat there and bitched about the whole thing the whole time because it wasn't one of his better returns because the fans were not with him. And clearly, yeah. he know he should figure that out why because that was the year of Daniel Bryan. Yeah. But I mean, overall, it just. Some things just don't make no sense. And clearly, had he not decided to want to make a return, he would have probably been a first ballot entry for the Hall of Fame as well. But I digress. It's great to think how things kind of work out because I don't know, I don't know if if he had decided to come back. And let's say that run that he had during the year of Daniel Bryan, let's say that turns out better, and he gets mm-hmm. his titles, uh, he gets his title like he wanted. Uh, mm-hmm. Is Batista more of a regular figure? Or is he still doing the movies? You know, I, that gone like the way he planned it. Maybe, maybe we don't get Batista in the movies. Which I, I, at this point, I'd rather have Batista in Guardians of the Galaxy than in a WWE ring. <laughs> I, I already want to change the subject. I'm so bored of Dave Batista by now. <laughs> I shouldn't say it like Although that. Although he did I have one of the greatest movie. moments in the uh, history of. of of SmackDown when he was yelling at Rey Mysterio, you're supposed to be my friend. <laughs> uh, I'd already forgotten about that. See, no, I'm just kidding. No, you know, uh, I, I can't be dogging on him too much, but it's just, oh. uh, okay. I'll give credit where credit's due. This is probably the only thing I'll give him credit for because I really, <laughs> really enjoyed. I really enjoyed his feud with Undertaker in 2007. Before uh, Undertaker went out with an injury. Smackdown, I thought Batista was good, but uh, yeah, like the the raw Batista was was not my favorite character. Mm-mm. It really wasn't. It kind of, you know, it kind of. Yeah. Because uh, like like you said that uh, he had the Undertaker feud. I think he had a good feud with Ray on SmackDown. I think he he had a good feud Even with, with uh, yeah with Eddie and Booker T. Yeah, SmackDown Batista wasn't bad. No, not at all. Although I will say Deacon Batista was just, just stuck ah. to high heaven. <laughs> oh, that was one I, of the didn't worst. Think I remember that one, did you? <laughs> With Reverend Devon. Oh my! Speaking of bad, oh, oh, that one was a stinker. <laughs> but no. hey, speaking of uh, Devon and 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 uh, Bubba, we we may see one or both of them in the Rumble in Philly. You know, I wouldn't be surprised to see Bubba. Because Devon, I think, is happy and content being retired and working backstage. However, I do believe if everything is planning out the way it sounds, not only will we see them in the Hall of Fame, but I believe we yeah. will see a WrestleMania moment with those two. And, and that means Devon coming out of retirement for at least one night. Hey, so all he needs to do is set up, uh, set up a 3D through a table and, and – do the do the pose and, and you know get the cheers exactly. and that's it. 
Well, if anything, just that, because if you think about it, you think about the, oh, was it 32? Yes, it was 32. With the youngsters and uh, Wade Barrett, uh, Rusev, and Sheamus, and, you know, all them in the ring, and out comes HBK, uh, Cactus, and, and Stone Cold, just a couple of stunners, and, and um, Sweet Chin Music, and uh, Mr. Sacco, and then them getting chicken to groove things. You know, it's kind of the stupidest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Who the hell wants to see HBK twerk? I sure don't. <laughs> Anyways. Things Would like you rather see HBK twerk or uh, Triple H when, when the New Day used to come out on Raw and Triple H would try to oh, dance Jesus. with them? Well, you know what I would rather see? I would rather see what, what Stone Cold did because it fit perfectly. He does his little shimmy, and all of a sudden, ha-ha, middle finger stung your ass. You're done. Yep. That, and then that's all she wrote. Hell, I'd take a stunner from him any day. <laughs> you can't tell me you wouldn't either, so stop it. <laughs> It'll be like a Booker T after he's like, yeah, I, I deserve that stunner, dog. <laughs> but, uh, oh, before we move on to the Rumble, I got to ask, did you happen to catch this, uh, and also your thoughts on the Mixed Match Challenge on Facebook? No, I, have, I haven't seen any of the matches yet. I've seen, like, the uh, the little promos that they've tonight. been doing. It debuted tonight yeah, I, right after SmackDown. I, I want to check it out. It looks interesting, though. Like, I love I loved the little videos where they're showing the uh, teams kind of coming together. Mm-hmm. Now, prediction, though, who do you think would actually come out of that as a winner? Ooh, I mean, I like Oscar and the Miz. Like that, that just looks like a a, a great team, uh, and and both of them fit. Like Oscar is one of the best women's wrestlers on the on the roster, and Miz is one of the best characters on the roster. I like that team. Uh, who's the other team that I like? Um, Strowman and Alexa. I think that's just a funny team visually. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Although I'm sure uh, Alexa yeah, is definitely Beauty and the Beast. Uh, I think one of those two teams will probably win it. But on the other hand, you know, I got to mention that I, uh, due to whatever reasons that uh, even though they haven't made it public and that being Paige, they're saying her in-ring career is over and they're blaming yeah. a bad move by Sasha Banks. And she's been taking a lot of heat from that, from what I've heard. That she's she's the part she's the reason that that Paige will be done and uh, no longer competing in the ring and I think I've even heard that they've taken her out of the Rumble. Yeah, Paige is no, is no longer in the Rumble. But um, yeah, as it, far as the, she's, uh, she, I think she's only twenty five. So this is yeah. it. Like that's 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 really sad. And you know, I know that. Uh, uh, particularly some fans have been pointing the finger at Sasha. And I'm like, you know, come on, man. Like this, this is wrestling. You know, what's the old line, uh, JR and the King used to have, this ain't ballet. Uh, and, and, you know, thing, things happen. And uh, obviously this wasn't intentional, but it, it's an unfortunate situation. So uh, I, I hope they find a use for Paige though. Cause I still think she can, you know, she can be a manager or, uh, hell, if, if Otunga could be a commentator, she could be a commentator. Like, there's a use for Paige in his company. Huh. And the fun thing is about with Otunga is that they haven't even used him for anything. They haven't. 
No, he he went to go shoot that movie, and then when the movie got through, they were like, "Uh, yeah, you can you can stay at home." <laughs> well, I think the whole thing happened. Where I guess his thing with uh, the ex got him in some trouble, and well, when we're talking about trouble. Heard about one of the USO penitentiary taking it to another level and getting himself Uh-oh. arrested. He's trying to live the gimmick. We going to jail for real. I guess so. But yeah, I heard about that tonight, so I'm like, oof, kind of taking the gimmick uh, to another level there. But uh, again, I digress. Um, yeah, I, I, saw, I saw it too. Like I'm, and I'm wondering what uh, what the punishment will be because uh, you know they they don't like when their performers get. These kind of headlines. So I, I forget. I think it was Jay. I want to say it was Jay. It was. It been Jimmy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, so, it was, uh, yeah, it was definitely. So like this, this doesn't come to the level of what uh, Rich Swan did, uh, but it's it's certainly not a good look for one of their and one of their top guys because the Usos to me, Felix, last year might have been the best tag team in the company. I can't argue that. I, I know with their with their. They transitioned from being to one of their top babyface teams to their top heel teams, and really, yeah, really and took to that gimmick really well. Yeah, and they kind of twisted back to babyface again. In, in a sense, you could say yes because I like to think it had to do with the the, con- the battles between them and the, and the New Day because people were cheering and booing for both teams in a sense because it yeah. was just I don't know they they they, may, they touched on a lot of topics that were very controversial, and I'll tell you one for sure. The, the sex tape that was that let loose with yeah. uh, showing Paige, Paige and Xavier. And mm-hmm. for those who have been who've seen it, I'm pretty sure they've seen it quite more than more Paige than they, they ever anticipated they ever would. Same thing with Xavier. And yet he was not in trouble. She was. Or was she? I don't think she was in trouble either, considering they let her back in the company. Yeah, well, she, she was out anyway because she had, uh, she was hurt. And yeah. She also had that stuff going on with Del Rio. So I think they just waited until all of that blew over, and then they brought her back. Definitely. I'm going to tell you. Uh, as far as the Rumble, I'll move on from that. But that's, that just opens up a whole another can of worms there. But um, as far as the Rumble, I started to talk about, first off, the women's Rumble and the men's. Now, obviously, they had talked about having some returns. A few names were mentioned, like uh, like uh, Molly Holly, uh, Michelle McCool, you know, yeah. I, I maybe even a Trish Stratus. Uh, dare I say, maybe even Jackie. Jackie still looks like she's in good physical condition that she can get a new ring. Now, anybody else? Uh, it's possible, but they're also shooting down rumors of possibility seeing. Uh, Ronda Rousey in the Rumble, even though they still predict that she might have a, a moment at WrestleMania, because I believe they signed a deal with her. As to what? I'm not sure. Or how long? Again, I'm not sure. Yeah. I would love to see prizing world for the Rumble, for the women anyway. Two women appear for sure that would blow everybody's mind. Because no Nikki and Brie Bella. Oh hell no! I know you're going to bring those two. Yeah, you know what? I know they're going to be a part of it, anyways. I'm pretty sure they're going to be a part of it, without without question. However, yeah. no, actually, the two names that I'm thinking of, you'll never even guess either. One name is synonymous with legend and Japanese legend at that. Bull Nakano. Mm. 
I would love to see her make a one-time appearance. I know she's pretty much retired, and she has not. She does not look like she did back in '94. No, nope. she don't. She's lost. She lost like a hundred plus pounds. She looks great, really. However, would she do it? That would be nice. I would love to see it. The other name, I can't say that this would be ruled out as I would say for Bull, but this name, I I would love to see her make a comeback, even if it's just at the Rumble. And gets to crush a few women, for sure. Because, to me, she never really got anywhere. She didn't get off the ground when she when she was there last. And that was karma. Yeah. She never got off the ground. And to see her go face-to-face with, say, let's just say, a Nia Jax, or maybe even an Asuka, you know, or whatever the case. Or dare I say, finish up where she left off with the Bellas. Because the Bellas really kind of gave her a shitty exit. Yeah, Those two I, names I, I would love to see. Since, uh, especially since <laughs> she did uh, Glow. And we know how much the WWE loves to bring in people that have fan bases that are outside of wrestling. Uh, yeah, for sure. I think, you know, her being on that Netflix show, that, that'd be a good uh, hook for them to bring her in. Uh, you mentioned Bull. I would love to see Bull Nakano. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, but then the other name that is kind of synonymous with Bull Nakano, who I would love to see, but I had a, I want to say knee surgery recently, so I don't know yeah. if, if she'll be well enough for that, is uh, Medusa, Alundra Blake. You see, now, like you said, had that not been an issue, I don't see why it couldn't happen. And even for that matter, why not even at WrestleMania have a moment where some of the women of the past come face-to-face with the women, women of the future or women now and be yeah. like, you know, just making a segment where, you know, they have, they have that happen. I mean, I can't see her being ruled out as not making an appearance to the WWE anymore because obviously they've mended fences with that. And people well, even she, like she, did, uh, she was one of the um, announcers for the uh, women's tournament, but they, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, none of her stuff got on air. Uh, well, I don't know. See, I, that I couldn't, I, I don't know why either, but. Anywho. That you know, those three names would be interesting for sure. As far as the rumble goes, here's my prediction as to who would win it. Uh, I almost want to sound like to say it's gonna be Corey Graves and, and Booker T going at it as to who's gonna win it because I believe <laughs> you and I have similar you and I both have similar picks as to who what they have. I have to go with Nia Jax. I'm sorry, let me retract that. I have to go with Oscar to win it. But if I had a second choice, it would be Nia. Now, I, I, it, those two, one of those two are going to win it, without a doubt. But I do expect surprises, like I said. But, I mean, do you feel similar? Do you feel the same? What, do you, what are your thoughts? Uh, I think the uh, Royal Rumble, it, it's the uh, perfect time for Dana Brooke to shine. Uh, Titus Worldwide hmm. in the building. I can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I think you're right, Felix. It, to me, it comes down to one of three people. It's either going to be Nia, Asuka, or Charlotte. Mm, no, it won't be Charlotte, and I'll tell you why. She's the champion. Okay. True. And she will not be in the Rumble. 
Same thing with Alexa. The champions, I don't see them being a part of the Rumble because let's just put let's just let's just come right down to it. Let's just say, nine, I'm sorry, uh, Alexa or um, Charlotte win it. Does she not have? Do they not have an opponent at WrestleMania? I mean, it wouldn't make any sense. So logically, I would see what I would end up seeing happening is that they're going to have championship matches, the both of them. And just just to give them something to do. That's the only thing I could see that for them happening. I don't see them really making any appearances in, in, in the Rumble itself. But again, I, like I said, I, I have to go with – I would love to see this. I would love to see Asuka win yeah, the women's and Shinsuke win the men's. the main reason I was picking uh, Charlotte is because they – as of right now, they don't have any championship matches for Alexa or Charlotte, which, which is odd. It is. But at the same time, what they end up they can end up doing, and a lot of times they end up doing it this way anyway, is they end up putting the matches that they've already announced onto the pre-show, and then and then given the putting the title matches on the main show. Now yeah. we've got tag team title matches. We've got uh, actually we've already got a U.S. title champion or already a U.S. champion already crowned. I thought that was going to be at the Rumble, but I guess not. So it still could happen. Who? Not sure yet. Mm-hmm. Will it happen? Tough to say. I mean, we got two weeks left. I haven't caught SmackDown yet, so I I don't know for sure. But um, that I mean, as far as the men's go, like I was saying, I would love to see Shinsuke win it. And some people disagree because the fact is they haven't given him a, a decent push as it is. Yeah, you know, he's been kind of. Mm, flopping around with tag teaming with Randy Orton, which at this point in his career, Randy really doesn't need to be anywhere than where he's at now. He's done it all. He's been there, done that a few times around. So he's just having fun. Where at this point, Shinsuke came in and he's got that momentum behind him from his time in Japan, yet he's been flopping around like a fish out of water. And nothing has really been going. I mean, he's, his matches he's had with Randy and with Cena I've been amazing. I'm not going to lie. That bump that he gave Cena, oh, mama. That was something. And it didn't break his dog on neck. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd like to see him win it because ultimately he needs that. He needs that win because he – They're okay, they're, they're in the mindset of hiring people that is going to bring money into the company. Age is clearly not an issue anymore. So why not let him have it? Do I expect surprises in the men's rumble? Sure. Why not? But I'd like to see Shinsuke win it. Yeah, I can see that. I think uh, to me, if if we're going to get Brock and Roman, you don't need the rumble to do that. I think there's a way through the storyline that you can get to that match at WrestleMania. Uh, whereas with AJ and Knock, I think just the fact if that is a dream match for a portion of the audience, particularly the, the hardcore fans, uh, even though they've done it in uh, New Japan, I think for them to have that match at WrestleMania would be a big deal for both of them. So, yeah, I, I think I like AJ as a I mean, a knock as a pick. Uh, I think if I were going to pick somebody from Raw, something different up into the mix, uh, 
And let's let's say for whatever reason they say no, we're not going to do Roman. A guy that I think could really use it and has a claim since he never truly lost the Universal Championship. It's your man Finn, Finn Balor. Balor. That's not a bad choice. That is definitely not a bad choice, but at the same time, I feel like Vince is not a fan of him. And here's why. Because he's not a big muscle bound, jacked up, roided freak. Like a yeah. like a Braun Strowman. Like a Brock Lesnar. Like a Triple H. Like himself. <laughs> He's still in the 80s mindset, 90s mindset, WBF mindset that these guys got to be jacked up freaks. And, 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 and they, that's his, his, I mean, that, that to me is, he, I feel like it's his bread and butter. That's the, what that he sees that is just going to get him what he wants. <sighs> Freaking Vince. That's all I got to say. Well, we saw that on SmackDown. Like, and, and this is no shade on gender because I think gender worked really hard last year. But yeah. there's no reason outside of A, Vince likes muscled up dudes, and B, Vince was trying to get some money from the uh, Indian market. There's no reason gender should have been your champ for most of last year and not AJ Styles. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, what was I going to say? I lost my train of thought for a second there. Uh, as far as the Rumble goes, now here's a question I, I'm going to throw at you kind of le- out of left field, kind of random as hell, because I felt like they were trying to shake things up at one point, and it just floundered to just just floundered to hell. It sucked. They gave us a 40 man Rumble, which Alberto Del Rio won. What was the point of having a 40 man Rumble, and then it never <laughs> being heard or spoke of ever again? So they could say that at one time it was the biggest rumble in, in history. <laughs> Yet it's been brushed under the under the rug and never brought yep. up again. Mainly because of the fact is that it was Del Rio that won it, and he is yep. definitely not a liked man in the WWE. <laughs> nope. I'm pretty sure. I'm, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't lose sleep over it either. <laughs> but. That said, I just I just thought about that. I was like, wait a minute, that that had to be the stupidest year for Royal Rumbles that I can remember. Although, <laughs> you think about the returns, you think about a Kevin Nash, a Booker T, you know, it was nice, it was cool. Even yeah. uh, Matt Stryker marking out was probably some of the funniest moments. And it, I could tell how much it was irritating Michael Cole and, and the King, but because <laughs> I mean, you remember him marking out when Booker T showed up? My God, he was almost just. Just like a kid in a candy store about to get the biggest candy in the damn store. And he's just only going, he's going bonkers. I mean, literally. But it was pretty funny. (laughs) But anyways, we are coming up on an hour. So what I'm going to do is start to wind things down a bit and start to talk about what we got on the horizon in 2018. Where Mm. you would like to see where you would like to see the shows go, not just this one, yours as well. You got, I know you got 15,000 different shows you host, co-host, <laughs> the voiceovers, you the man, the man with the voice. Now, Nate, wh- where exactly are you seeing yourself in 2018 in regards to uh, hosting and podcasting and so forth? Oh, well, uh, in addition to Pipe Bomb Radio, because I feel, I feel it's going to be a good year, Felix. I think, uh, we, we, we're going to have some great guests this year, some great topics, some great uh, 
off the cuff shows uh, as we usually do. Uh, once we get mm-hmm. our three man crew back together, uh, I think we're gonna have a good year here, at Pipe Bomb. Uh, so besides Pipe Bomb, you can hear me on a bunch of different shows. Uh, in the time since we've last talked, uh, our buddies John Pollock and Wei Ting, formerly of Live Audio Wrestling, have started their own network called Post Wrestling. And as part of Post Wrestling, I will be teaming up again with Brian Mann to bring back Keep It 2000, uh, which is a show where we review old WCW Nitros because we're gluttons for fun as the Felix. <laughs> Uh, let's see, in addition to Keep It 2000 on Post Wrestling, we got, uh, which is on uh, Place to Be Nation. It's myself and Scott Criscola and sometimes Steve Willie. And, and uh, we just started a new project uh, at the end of last year where we're not only reviewing WWE stuff, but we also review New Japan and also uh, Old Impact on the uh Global Wrestling app. So uh, if you're a fan of New Japan or TNA, uh, you can check out the main event on Place to Be Nation. And, of course, the Kings of Sport podcast, you know, the, the longest-running weekly episodic sports program produced and hosted by two uh, African-Americans not affiliated with the major network, Felix. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now, you got to get really specific. True. True. You guys have been on the air just as long as we have on Bite Bomb. It's not about the same. I'll say we started because uh, we our first show was in uh, in 2013, I believe. Oh wow! Yeah, because I, I, I let's see. I started my I started the the revamp of the show in January of 2013. Yep. Uh, so yeah, we're running close close to pretty much being neck and neck as far as years on the air. I don't. I, I won't count. Yeah, I think, the years uh, I was on I think my we own. got in contact later. Later on in 2013. I don't. You know what? I gotta ask. I'm trying to remember exactly, and refresh my memory because you know you, you maybe it don't affect you as bad, but man, I feel like my humility <laughs> kicks in kicks in from time to time because I'd be forgetting things. But yeah, that's just because you're out there in California with all that legal weed. <laughs> see now, why you gotta put me on blast like that? What's up with that? And <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got my I got my card. I got my legalized card here, so you know. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's for my glaucoma. Rob Van glaucoma. Felix over here. <laughs> Rob Van Felix. Hey. Oh sh the whole effing show, that's for sure. Hey, we might but, see hey, him on Raw this Monday. That's a name that I didn't think about, but oh. you know what? I would love to see it. I would. Yeah. I would. I always like RBD. He is such a chill, laid back kind of guy. The times that I've had him on the shows and the past shows that I've worked with, he's always really chill to talk to. So, yeah, that would be fun. But I got to ask you a question, Nate. How, refresh my memory. How, okay, this is going to come across as kind of bad because you've been my partner for a number of years now. But how in the hell did we come across meeting each other? and then eventually bringing you on the show. I think it was Austin. I, it was Austin all along, Felix. Uh, you know, I, it, it, the, the thing of it is, here's the thing. I do remember the, the Saturday night shows 
that or I'm sorry, yep. Friday night shows. Was it maybe Friday night? Yeah, because it was me, and it Austin, was and uh, Matt. Yeah, but the thing is, is how did we come about meeting you though? How did it, how did you get in contact with Austin? How did you find us? I mean, how did we find you? Because yeah, I want to, you know, I want to say it. It might have been through. Uh, I, it might have been through audio wrestling. Elia, what's that? I can that? help here. Oh. I I put it together. Elio is the mastermind. It was Elio. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> okay, okay, no, no, you know what though? I, I, I kinda remembered that because ultimately Elio was, was the higher was, power. Well the thing with that <laughs> is that Elio was the one actually setting up setting the up the connections with you to do our intros for the show. Right, right. And you and ultimately Austin fell in love with the way you carried yourself and, and he's like, We gotta get this guy, we gotta get this guy, we gotta get this guy. And we got you and ultimately we we, we here we are. Thank you, Elliot, because like I said, my senility just kicks in from time to time, and then I forget right, everything. Yeah, because yeah, it was. I was doing the uh, voiceover for the intro at first. Mm-hmm. Not just for us, but for Nacho Mama's radio show. Yeah. I haven't talked to Oscar or Mo in actually some time, but I know they've been wanting to come back on the air again. We'll see where that goes. It'd be great if they were on Raw 25. I, I, that would make me smile. I, you know, and, and it would for me, too, because, again, they were on in the early years of, of Monday Night Raw. So why not? I mean, just what? Just because Big Daddy D was the, the star of the group doesn't mean that they can't be on there, too. I mean, I'm, Mo, I'm I believe, is Linda Spencer. <laughs> why not? That would be pretty sweet. And you know what? The funny thing is, is that Oscar does actually talk to Triple H from time to time. He, they do uh, get tickets. They do when they when the shows are in their hometown. They do go to the shows. They okay. do get pictures with the stars. Hell, I mean, uh, his uh, his wife Mimi got to meet Roman Reigns, the Usos, Natty. You know, just just to name a few. So I mean, they do have some connection. As far as being brought be, back like, on yeah, TV, you talk, that, you talk about that first hour, like the first hour in the early days of Raw. Like that would be great, just to like. Have him have him in the subway like they used to do in the old promos, just rapping about Raw. <laughs> Why not? Why not? I mean, it's just obviously it's just the two of them now. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure Oscar would be totally cool with it, just for the one time appearance. I mean, what the hell? Why not? Uh, I mean, they they were part of they were part of Raw when it began. Yeah, yeah. And as far as what I would like to see. I don't know if it's possible to even top what we've done, but I damn sure want to try. We've done a lot. We have done a lot. We've spoken to a lot of people. One of my favorites will still want to be be definitely Maria and Mike uh, Bennett, yep. and, and just see them on in WWE TV. Amazing. I was like, we're a good luck charm, you know? Felix. We talked to uh, Maria and Mike. And they ended up in the, in the back in the WWE. We talked to uh, Taya uh, right before she went to Impact. Uh, we talked to uh, Cedric Angel. Alexander. Cedric Alexander. Uh, we talked to Angel before she went to uh, Impact as Diamante with LAX. Yeah. Uh, who else? Like, we're, we're a good luck charm. I believe so. 
I believe so. So yeah, definitely uh, want to conquer some new new uh, challenges on the way, whether it be uh, because I know that we've talked about some ideas that we want to put into fruition for sure for the upcoming year. I know we will be sticking to doing the two shows a month, come out every two weeks like we have been. I feel like I feel like that's worked for us. Eventually, yeah. maybe down the line, maybe later in the year, if we transition to anything else, it might go to once a month. Again, we'll test the waters to see if that could be something that could work. If not, we, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We'll move. We'll leave it at two. We'll, we'll, we'll do whatever Elio tells us to do because he's the mastermind. Yeah, I think he always has been. <laughs> but, <laughs> but for the most part, you know, we're I'm lucky that we've been able to keep going as long as we have, and do still have somewhat of a following over over the last several years. Um, connections that we've built, the the, uh, the follow we have, the people we've brought on. Hell, definitely some of my all-time favorites had to have been the Von Erics, Kevin and yeah. his sons, definitely two, three of my favorite guys to talk to because they were just so awesome to talk to. And, and definitely um, Bruno. Oh, that mm. one was so unexpected, but so awesome to get him. And I think without a shadow of a doubt, bona fide pipe bomb radio hall of famer for at least in a lot of in my eyes and Austin's eyes, Blackjack Mulligan. Mm. We had him on the show three different times. And he was always so generous, very nice, willing to tell a story. And just it's sad we lost him, but he was always one one hell of a guy. But like I said, 2018, new challenges on the horizon, new opportunities. Uh, definitely want to see if we can definitely top ourselves as we have over the years. Uh, with Alex, I know he is such a go-getter where, where if I feel like I'm faltering in certain areas, he definitely helps pick me back up and keep me focused and reminds me that, you know, his dad is always fashionably late. And he's <laughs> definitely not going to be – he's not, he's not going to be like his pop. And therefore, he'll be there anytime I need him. So for that, I do appreciate it. But I can tell you right now, both of you guys offer something different for the show. Elio has always been my backup in the sense that he's always made sure that audio has worked uh, for the YouTube and keep our, kept our YouTube channel up and going over the years. Uh, Nate, I believe Nate has something to offer that none of us have here, and that's presence. He has a presence about him. He has a presence where basically it's it's professional. You know, he has an opinion. He has viewpoints that make you want to listen. You know, whether it's just talking about wrestling in general, because if you haven't followed this man on Twitter, you would see what I'm talking about. He has <laughs> some of the most interesting discussions on 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 Twitter with a lot of his followers. He's got a following. You don't believe me? You need to you need to check out his, his Twitter. That said, and then there's Alex. Hey, hey, so if there's young. one thing I've learned, Felix, if there's one thing I've learned from the past year, and I, I appreciate the kind words, but the one thing I've learned is all great men tweet at like mm-hmm. two in the morning. So I'm trying to be like our world <laughs> leaders and, and 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 tweet my thoughts at two in the morning. <laughs> I ain't mad at you for that. I ain't mad at you one bit. But. Then I was going to mention, too, with Alex, uh, I don't know if he's going to listen or not, but he brings a, such a, a different uh, per, you know, point of view 
It's yep. youthful. It's it's youth with experience in a sense because he's offering two different perspectives. Obviously, he's he's wanting to learn the journalist journalistic aspect of it, uh, speaking from our perspective. But at the on the other hand, he offers a different perspective because he actually is pursuing a life in professional wrestling, and has been doing it on his own ever since. And has been is successful at it. He he's he's determined. He's he's, he's you know, and he brings all of that into into the table here, but he also brings up a lot of interesting points that maybe myself and Nate have not thought about. So again, different dynamics come together and make an interesting trio. And I believe we've been able to maintain that for the last almost two years now that we've been working together, the three of us anyway. So ultimately, I am definitely excited to word, to, to to take this to another level with the, with the two gentlemen here and uh, Elio definitely having our our overall backsides and making sure that everything's running smoothly uh, because when I'm not up and running, he definitely is. So like I said, he's definitely been my backup and we, we would be lost without him. So Elio, you the man. You've been the man the whole time, my friend. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm going to go ahead and bring things to a close. <clears throat> As I said, uh, Nate, uh, you got to let them know where, where they can follow you on Twitter at 2 o'clock in the morning. And, yeah, uh, you, can follow, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at POTUS. Oh, damn it, that's the wrong one. Uh, you can follow <laughs> me on Twitter uh, at in the number eight M O Z A I K at Nate Mosaic. And you can, like Felix said, you know, you can find out when uh, the latest shows I'm doing are coming on. You can uh, hear me talk about sports and, and wrestling and, and politics and uh, comic stuff. Because, like, uh, tonight before we. Before we started, I was watching uh, Flash and Black Lightning the, on the CW. Uh, Do not ruin very that excited funny. about these shows. Oh, oh they, they, they're bad, Felix. Both of them were bad. Wasn't, wasn't, wasn't anything good. <laughs> uh, no, nah, they're I, great. I, I think you enjoy them. <laughs> I think so, too. That's probably why Alex uh, Alex got caught under the weather. He's, he's really watching Flash and Black Lightning behind our backs. You know, and I wouldn't be surprised if that were the case. And he's like, oh, I had to be gone because these shows, oh, my God, oh, my God, Dad, these shows are just phenomenal. <laughs> but as far as us, we are definitely still on Twitter. We're definitely still on Facebook. We're definitely still on YouTube and definitely on iTunes. And, gosh, dare I say even Stitcher? Elio, do we still have Stitcher? Uh, I'm not sure. I'll take that as a no. <laughs> iTunes for sure. so we, are, we are on Podcast Addict, though. If, if anybody out there uses a Podcast Addict app, uh, for, particularly for the Android phones, we are on Podcast Addict. Oh, there you go. Well, I didn't know that. But I knew for sure all these years we've definitely been on uh, iTunes for sure. Yep. But in the meantime, we will start to part ways here for the evening. As we definitely hit on a lot of subjects, we're back for another year of uh, fun-filled activities and uh, shenanigans, without a doubt. And Alex will be back joining us again. He better, if he if he know he he better know he better know where his bread is buttered here, and it definitely is here. I don't have to <laughs> I don't have to go out and find somebody else. I'd bring Austin back here in a minute. But, <laughs> but no, nah, I'm just kidding. <clears throat> in the meantime, gentlemen, uh, let's go ahead and bring it to a close. Any 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 final words? And before we go ahead and close the show for tonight, Nate, what you got to say, sir? 
Uh, it's good to be back. Uh, our first show of the year and uh, our first of many. It's going to be a good year here at Pipe Bomb. And like you said, Felix, we got a we got a good team. Everybody brings something different to the table. And then, uh, as Elio said, he's the one that <laughs> he pays for the table. And then he, he bought the house of tables in. And, and we all uh, owe, owe everything <laughs> to Elio, too, and Canella. <laughs> Fair enough. Again, uh, Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, from here at Pipe Bomb Radio, all of us here wish you guys a prosperous and enjoyful and uh, eventful and lots of success for all of you, not to mention us, throughout the upcoming year. Happy New Year for sure. Felix busy uh, getting meantime, slow for the New Year. That's the plan. Uh, I got uh, about 40 more pounds I want to lose, maybe about 50 at the most, and I will be at my 250-pound goal, lost, pounds lost, excuse me. And right within grasp, and right before my 40th birthday, I can't see why that can't happen. So now that'll that's be the goal. The best present you can give yourself. Nah, it's been three years in the making. You're damn right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in the meantime, gentlemen, on behalf of us all here at Pipe Bomb Radio, for those listening tonight, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. In the meantime, Nate, I will be in touch, as well as Alex. I will talk with you soon. Elio, I will definitely be chatting with you very soon. In the meantime, good night, everybody. See you guys in two weeks. Hey, guys. All right, brother. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.